This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Built Bar is our sponsor this half hour. Uh, Built Bar is healthier than your favorite protein bar. I don't know anybody who has a favorite. Oh my gosh, I've got to eat that doormat again. Oh, it's so good. I don't know anybody who likes... Yes, I do. I don't like people who like protein bars. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Built Bar, however, is all the healthy crap that you want and the low calories and everything. But it's made with real chocolate. They're low calorie, low sugar, high pro- protein, high fiber, uh, great for keto diets. A million different flavors. Oh, they're so good. They're mm-hmm. so good. It is. It, I mean, it's it's healthy. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's yummy. And it's healthy. Um, my wife eats them and are trying to jam them down my throat for years. And I was like, I am not eating a protein bar. They suck. This one is great. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Beck. Save 20% off your next order. Promo code Beck. BuiltBar.com. America, it's Friday. Yep, we're really only two weeks into this crappy year. Uh, again, thank you for everybody who was like, oh, can't wait till 2020 is over. I'd give my right arm to go back to some parts of 2020 right now. Um, but we've got some good news. We've got some bad news. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Eh, leaning towards the bad witch part today. It's Friday. We begin in 60 seconds. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. I have a feeling this is going to be a massive screw-off day. Uh, you know, I'm pushing for... I, I'm finally there. We should all be more like France. Four-day work weeks. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I am saying, Mr. Brigitte, <laughs> You are French, I am French. Let's uh, work uh, four days. So we're starting that truly American, this progressive idea of all of us only working four days. We're here today as a courtesy to you. But don't expect very much work from us. All right, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this, this half hour, uh, Relief Factor. Got some good news for you. Millions of Americans are in pain. Wait a minute. Let me say this. Let me say this like they would probably say it on CNN. Got good news for you. Millions of Americans are in pain, and most of them had voted for Trump. No. Uh, Millions of Americans, doesn't matter who you voted for, are in pain. And I have to tell you, I was in crippling pain 
for years and just didn't think that i mean you were counting the days i mean with glee you were counting the days where you're like glenn's not going to be able to do this anymore oh yeah and yeah. it was that we we had a party planned and yeah. everything all the it was kind of like a hillary clinton election party wasn't yeah. it yeah it was kind of like oh and then he found relief factor oh crap well yeah. i guess we're gonna go home and watch the rest of this in the dark all the chips got stale <laughs> it was really sad so it was really it was really bad i tried relief factor because my wife was like yeah, yeah da, 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 da. it's a quote which it's a, a quote, quote. That was a quote and mm-hmm. is that not eerie how well i can do her voice sometimes i think she's just in the room <laughs> right you know it is crazy mm-hmm. some of my impersonations aren't so good like Jada, not so good, mm-hmm. but lava, lava, lava. sounds exactly like my wife. You, you'll have to meet her sometime. Anyway, um, I've got tons of testimonials of people who have tried relief factor for their pain. They got their life back just like I did. Try it. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Now, unless you're a moron, why would you do that? It's like, I, this doesn't work at all. I got to keep ordering it. You order more month after month because it works like it did for me. 70%. It's drug-free. Get your life back. Relieffactor.com. You know what will get people to do this? I'm so stupid. Why don't you just stop whining and get some Relief Factor at relieffactor.com? <laughs> now everybody's like, oh, I got to get me some of that. <laughs> Worked on you. Oh, you don't know the cross I have to bear living with that that woman. I mean, it's almost an abusive relationship. She comes off as all nice and sweet and quiet. Oh, she's not, Stu. I oh, would agree not. I don't understand your relationship. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> it's a little bit different on the cause. I but. have to tell you, I mm-hmm. am so grateful. Every time I come home, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I married the best woman in the world. Thank God. Otherwise, I'd come home and be <laughs> which is weird, but she's actually saying, I love you, Jim. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go through some of the news today. And remember, it's Friday, so you got a weekend to cruise. So let's not get, let's not, you know, let's not higgledy piggledy run towards panic or craziness, you know. Uh, let's just look at the news rationally and uh, and see what's up. For instance, um, there's a new group out, according to the Washington Examiner, which I, I'm sure I am going to learn, probably in some camp, to love and to see, you know, what they're doing is right. Uh, this group is uh, known as Disrupt Texts, and they've made it their goal to rid the classroom of all those pesky classic works. <laughs> to, quote, create a more inclusive, representative, and equitable language arts curriculum. Uh, Dr. Seuss, by the way, is on the proverbial fire. Um, they, uh, Dr. Seuss? Yes, yes. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is happening. This is a group that is, is being put together by English teachers. One English teacher in Massachusetts, part of the group, uh, wrote in the Wall Street Journal, um, that she got her school to remove Homer's The Odyssey because it's so sexist. And I have to tell you something. Greece, they got it from America, the founders, our founders, you know. Uh, It was just America's influence on that whole Grecian sexist thing. Uh, Rome was completely bloodless until America. And they, they had no slaves. They had nothing. 
And uh, we have been teaching this garbage that Rome's, Rome and, and uh, Greece were sexist, slave-owning places that mm-hmm. just killed each other in the streets. Seemed um, like that was the case, yeah. Thank goodness we can get rid of some of these texts. And <laughs> we can show that Caesar was actually an Indian. Uh, not not from a Native American, from but an Indian from India. Oh, uh, I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a very inclusive kind of place, <laughs> and uh, they were like, you know, I'm tired of these Italians, and they're like, why don't we get an Indian prime minister? And he became Caesar, mm. and it's great. And you're going to learn that in class soon. Well, I, I, I'm this Dr. Seuss part of this is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like they want to get rid of Dr. Snu- Seuss. If you remember uh, the classic uh, documentaries, the Star-Bellied Sneetches. Oh. Do you remember the Star-Bellied Sneetches? I this, do. Yeah. So the, it was a book. I I always took it as a, uh, a a great lesson for kids to not judge people by their outward appearance. Let's pretend my kids are teenagers and I haven't. I don't quite recall <laughs> the story of the Star-Bellied Sneetches. So there's Sneetches, a bunch of Sneetches. And at some point, one of them, I'm really butchering this, one of them gets a star on his belly. Like he goes mm. to like a place that like, uh, that, that like stamps a star on his belly. And he's, so he, he was a, in a concentration camp. No. no <laughs> you're missing the point Germany. of the story so far. I got it. I got it. So far. Where's this star? <laughs> you will have a star. I got it. I got it. I've seen the movie. It, maybe it's like some of them have stars naturally. I can't remember exactly how it starts. Okay. But, but the point is that there's a group of star-bellied sneeches uh-huh. and then sneeches that do not have stars on their belly. Thank God. Now, and, were these sneeches with stars? Were they were they on parlor? I think some of them were on parlor. Okay, yes. okay, I got it. So, I got it. what happens in in the book yeah. uh, is that um, people start deciding, like, there's envy going on. People or sneeches? The sneeches. Sorry, okay, sneeches good, start good. deciding. There's All like right. envy going on. They start getting uh, some of the uh, stars on their belly. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the other ones start getting it removed. And there's this battle where they, see, they people start going from star belly sneeches to non star belly sneeches. And people start so it's going, like binary to non binary. Well, this is what's interesting okay, about it. Yeah. Is the whole point of the book is you shouldn't judge people. I, I mean, I think the real point of the book is no, don't be don't. racist. Don't judge people by oh their gosh. appearance and all these things. However, I think it works really well for the left today in that you can switch your identity <sighs> at the drop of a hat. I can't believe I work with this guy. He is so hateful. No, but, Look, but, you, but no, is no, it? No, no, no. You've, you've got Dr. Seuss's books, and I'm quoting. Glenn, you basically, it's the Rachel, Rachel Dolezal of children's books. People are going from black to white to black to white to black to white with just whatever they decide to. The, the left should love this book. Dr. Seuss, according to Disrupt Texts, Dr. Seuss must be thrown out because Dr. Seuss books promote, I'm quoting, harmful stereotypes. Let me give you the example for you okay, okay, dummies okay, that are some... too slow. Okay? And then what will all of the Who's do in Whoville? Oh, the noise, the noise, the noise. Not all of the Who's are noisy. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is a harmful stereotype. Little Cindy Lou Who, who was no more than two, she didn't make a lot of noise. But what does Sue say about the Who's? That they get up with their fling flamblers and their jing jinglers and they make noise, noise, yeah, noise, noise. They're loud. And mm-hmm. this has got to stop. <laughs> it's got to stop. <laughs> now, Mark Twain is off limits because. <laughs> Hello, it's Mark Twain. <laughs> 
Do you realize that at one point we said he was the greatest American novelist of, uh, of all time? <laughs> they said that for like a hundred years. He was naughty words. Yes, they were. They were. They c- completely and accurately reflect what uh, some people were like back then. But they're naughty words. My gosh, does anybody have a, m- a match and a copy of Huckleberry Finn? Now, Kill a Mockingbird. Kill a Mockingbird. We all know what the problem is with Kill a Mockingbird, right? Just pretend you don't know. Just pretend you don't know. Um, it glorifies white saviorhood. Oh. Because Atticus Finch, he came in and rode in. He wasn't on a guy who, you know, all of a sudden was like, wait, a great injustice is going on, and I should do something about it. Because that's not what white people do. This is, okay? <laughs> this is a new thing, by the way, I feel like. What this is, is a new element of... Book of- burning? Of the no, that's that's been around for <laughs> yeah, a while. All right, okay. Uh, but like this of this anti-racist, uh, Ibram Kendi, you know, uh, white yeah, it's fragility. A, it's kind mindset. of a new thing. It was about eighteen forty-eight, I think, uh, when Karl Marx started to develop these these theories. some of these things. But like, I think just on this part <clears throat> in particular, this white saviorhood thing. Like, uh, let me. Uh, you know, you, can I make say? Okay, as somebody, ugh, I would never say this. Okay. But I'll bet you there's some hate mongers that would be saying this on Parlor today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's like this white saviorhood thing. It's like what we've been saying is so demeaning from the Democratic Party for so long that they're like, you're you're not able to make it without us. You can't make it without us coming in and telling you how to live your life, you know, and talking down to blacks. You're not black unless you vote for us. Right. It's kind of like that, but entirely different because that's good. Yes, that's good. But the white savior thing is bad, even though that's what they claim to be doing seemingly all the time. Yeah. But like, let me give you another uh, reference that everyone will fully understand. Um, Break into Electric Boogaloo. Now, here's a film. A documentary. Is it a film? I would call it a documentary. Okay. Um, But uh, you could call it a film. Well, if you put it in the class of, let's say, the super, super classic of Xanadu. (laughs) I think Xanadu would look down on Break It 2 Electric Boogaloo, but that's another I don't think so. Okay, so Break It 2 Electric Boogaloo Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. a story story. of a a community center Uh where, look, there's a lot of breakdancing going on, yes, but that's a side plot. It doesn't need need to be be about breakdancing. There just happened to be a lot of breakdancing. They're just showing this is so universal. Right, yeah. You know? And so they're doing a lot of breakdancing, and they need this community center to do the breakdancing, Glenn. It's helping the community. Right. All the breakdancing. And that is damn helping. YMCA, right. the Young Men's Christian Association, probably wouldn't do it. They probably wouldn't do it. Right. right? So you have then this white girl, teenager mm-hmm. type, who Bastard. is not a breakdancer. She's like a ballet dancer. Of course she's or something. white. And but she's white, and she could go get this job in Paris, which she she she's acquired. Glenn. Wow, this is this a true story? It, I, it's like I've heard this I story. I said it was a documentary. Okay, of course, it's ahead. a true story. Yeah, so right. she could take this job in Paris, but decides yeah. no. I'm not going to chase that career dream. I'm going to stay home and help the breakdancing community center. Okay. Holy cow. And, and that. Holy and cow. That and you know what? You know what's crazy about this is how wrong that is. Right. You know that what I mean? She should have gone to her elitist 
life in Paris. I'm amazed by that, though. Like, that is a story, like, it's a pandering story in the mm-hmm, 1980s, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, Where this, you know, we're mm-hmm. going to all work together and help the Breakdancing Community Center. Now... It's seen as mm-hmm. this bad thing because the white person needs to be there to help the black people or they can't get their breakdancing community center. Like they've turned all of these ridiculous stories so, you know what's on re- their head. You know what's crazy mm-hmm. is uh, breaking break, two electric, two boogaloo? electric mm-hmm. boogaloo, boogaloo, which mm-hmm. we all love. Um, <laughs> it just it brings me and if I may just mm-hmm. tie something in here that is so obvious this is probably the same reason why they want to get rid of all the William Shakespeare. Yes. Right. William Shakespeare wrote the initial screenplay for Ele- Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo. Before yes. there was even a screen. Yeah. That's how far ahead of time he, he was. He was. Now, of course, William Shakespeare has to be banned because of white supremacy and colonization. And let me ask you a question off off topic. Mm. Do you still feel like the person you were when you were in high school at times in your mind? Yes. In your mind. You Everybody does. Okay. So just relate to that person right now. Mm-hmm. I am all for burning every William Shakespeare book <laughs> play that was ever written. But that's, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> good. God, I you remember reading that this. stuff? I mean, it's really good. Once you understand it, it's really great lessons. But oh, my gosh. High school students, I know you, I, you, you might, you're probably not, but you might be torn on some of these other things. Shakespeare, pick it up, pick that flag up, carry it all the way, all the way. Take that ball all the way into the end zone, spike it, do a little dance. You mean let them burn? Let them burn. Mm-hmm. Let, let them burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. American Financing, NMLS, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The left will use that part of the show, and they'll be like, and and William Shakespeare, he just thinks there's no value in William Shakespeare. He's such a moron, as all their people are lighting those books on fire. I'm joking. All right. Let me tell you about American Financing. I told you this week, there's a couple of things. First, uh, with everybody getting canceled, and it is coming to you. It is coming to you. Uh, if you don't toe the line, we told you yesterday in, uh, and the day before in our special on the Great Reset, how the banks are now starting to, BlackRock, which is the largest investment firm, started this month. If you don't toe the line with global warming, and if you your business is is profiting uh, off of harming the environment, there's no loan for you. I'm telling you, it's not the environment. It is going to be about a many, many things, and it's going to get harder and harder to get a loan, but it's also going to get harder to get a loan, uh, and especially a cheap one, because the banks have already said, if Biden raises the taxes as much as he is, that will harm the financial sector, and they'll pass that cost onto you through interest rates. So a lot of reasons you should be financially responsible right now and make sure that you have everything buttoned up. Go to American Financing. They will help you. They work for you, not for the big banks. Don't don't overpay your mortgage right now. It's lowest, I think, in American history. Yeah, they had the they had the founding fathers. They had interest rates. Didn't yeah. They? Yeah. Good thing is a lot of things are at the lowest they've been in American history right now. Well, not book burning. No. Not book burning. No. But uh, on its way. Yeah. 
I'm not going to think about that one too much, Stu, because they already bummed me out. And it's Friday. American Financing, call them at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Hey, some more good news for you. Um, there is now an- there's now another group, that, not to be confused with the burning of the book group. This one's revoke their degrees. And uh, it's uh, coming out of Harvard's Kennedy School for Government. And I think Jack Kennedy would be happy about this. I think he would. I mean, after he was shot, when he had, like, none of his brain left, I think he'd be thrilled. Uh, Revoke their degrees. Uh, They are urging universities to take a stand for representative democracy and against violent white supremacy. And they specifically say they want to revoke the degrees of three Harvard graduates who are supporters of the president. The White House press secretary, uh, Kaylee McNaney, say it. McEnany, um, Senator Ted Cruz and Dan Crenshaw. They all went to Harvard. <laughs> but did they really graduate? Did they really? Did they really did graduate? They did they really, really earn that degree? I don't think so. Uh, bad. So now they want those degrees uh, revoked. Now, I look at this as good news. I didn't spend the money or do any of the work to get a Harvard degree. So. I got mine. I got my I got my PhD. I got my doctorate just the way everybody else does. They call you and say, you know what? You're a doctor of humanities. And I'm like, you damn right I am. Mm-hmm. And then you march in line dressed in the cap and gown just like everybody else. But those suckers actually studied. You know what's interesting is somehow you didn't have like really bad like uh, college loans you had to pay back. It's great. After that. Everybody is should that do a, it that way. Is that what a scholarship is basically? Uh, they just call you up when you become really famous and they just give you a degree? Yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah, okay. I think so. You don't have to do any of the work. And I'm in podiatry now. Um, you are? Yeah, because I'm a doctor of humanities. Uh, so anything involving the human condition, mm-hmm. I, I'm the expert. I'm the expert, and you're never taking that away from me. Your big foot. Oh guy, boy, huh? would they like to though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can figure it out. Eventually, yeah. they'll pressure yeah. somebody. Well, I understand why they want to do it because, again, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, not really how any of that works, but. Are you a doctor? We can joke you a, about other people, but I'm not giving you credit for anything. <laughs> are you, a, are okay. you a doctor? I am not a doctor. Okay. No. Are you in the Hall of Fame? I am not okay. in the Hall of All Fame. Right. So I think we know who mm-hmm. you're dealing with now. It's important to know the sources, whether you can trust them or not. Are you really in the Hall of Fame if you don't go to a ceremony to get into the Hall of Fame? Is that really a thing? I don't know. Can you do that over Zoom? I don't know, America. Is that true? COVID. It's COVID, oh, which is very dangerous. COVID. Oh, well, wait, Typical. It's, wait, it's not dangerous. New this news coming up. Oh, good. Program. All right, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Last night, uh, my wife, and it must have been about midnight, my wife, she's always trying to clean the house and pick things up. It's really annoying. It's really annoying. I mean, she should get somebody to do that for her. I did. She should marry someone to do all that. 
Mm-hmm. I think I just got, I'll be canceled today because I'm just <laughs> in that mood. Uh, all right. Um, uh, yeah, uh, last night she uh, had to move Uno's dog food and it was midnight and he just, he like jumped up and he was like, <laughs> mm. because he loves what we put on it now. Rough greens. He hated to eat, hated it. He loves it now. And it has all the good stuff that usually you know, people who love you and your family are like, you should have some probiotics. And you're like, I'm not eating that crap. Uh, it has probiotics and everything else in it. What's good for you, good for the dog. It's Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. And you can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Right now they're doing a special $30 off your subscription to Blaze TV. Again, it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. It's Friday, which means you should take everything we say with a grain of salt today. Um, and if you're at Media Matters, you just need to do what you normally do. Just take every word as gospel, God's honest truth, no sarcasm, no comedy. Just keep framing it in the way of hate. Uh, we're glad you're here. I want to play a piece of audio that came out from uh, Jack yesterday. Uh, you, you know Jack, the nose ring guy from Twitter. Love him. Love him. He said something kind of interesting. Now, this was uh, released, thank God, by somebody on the inside of Twitter who thought, I don't know, this sounds kind of scary. Uh, listen to what he said. We do intend to do a full retro, as I said in my note. It is going to take some time. Um and then the, the other thing, just to just to close out a little bit, we you know we we are focused on one account right now, but this is going to be much bigger than just one account, and it's going to go on for much longer than just this day, this week, in the next few weeks. It's going to go on beyond the inauguration. We have to expect that. We have to be ready for that. Mm. So the focus is certainly on this account Donald Trump. and um, how it ties to real world violence, but also. We need to think much longer term around how these dynamics play out over time. Um, I don't believe this is going away anytime soon. And the moves that we're making today uh, around uh, QAnon, for mm-hmm. instance, is one such example of a much broader approach um, that we should be looking at um, and, and going deeper on. So um, the team has a lot of work and a lot of focus on this particular issue. But we also need to give them the space and the support to focus on the, the much bigger picture. Amen. Um, because it is it is not going away. Amen. Um, uh-huh. you know, the, the U.S. is extremely divided. Um, our platform is uh, showing that uh, every single day. And our role is to protect the integrity of that conversation <laughs> uh, and do what we can to make sure that no one is being harmed uh, based off that. And, and that is the focus and um, that is the, the color we want to provide. Now, here's the thing. Uh, God bless him. Uh, you know, his his platform is there to make sure that the country doesn't get divided. Some might say that these social media platforms are the reason we're divided. Um, and I commend him for the QAnon thing. I mean, that, that's wonderful. Uh, and I'm sure when he says we're going to expand, he's going to go to all of the things that are also online that are 
on the other side of the aisle. Yeah, they just haven't gotten to the left yet. Oh, yeah, they haven't gotten to the left yet. Okay, well, I I trust him. Things are going on. Um, Here's somebody. Facebook has permanently banned. Uh, I I hesitate to even introduce her to you. Um, She's that much of a terrorist. Uh, Her name is Leanne Miller. She's the owner of, (laughs) you want to hear a dog whistle? Patriotic me. The dogs are barking right now. Uh, Leanne is the owner of the online patriotic business, Patriot Me. She's married, has two college-age kids. Um, she decided to go back to the workplace after her last child left uh, in 2019 in the fall. So she decided to be an e-commerce business via Patriot Me. Took her a year to get the products and the website ready. She launched on September 11th, 2020. And uh, Facebook has kicked her off. But once you hear why, you're going to understand. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Leanne Miller. Hi, Leanne. Hi, Glenn. How are you? Well, I'd be good if I wasn't talking to somebody who's probably a domestic terrorist. Um, <laughs> I'm anything but that. But Facebook, I'm not sure what they think about me. <laughs> OK, so what happened? First of all, what okay. do you sell? What do you sell? Okay, at patrioticme.com, we sell patriotic apparel. We have fantastic t-shirts and sweatshirts and hats that, Mm -hmm. um, in my opinion, are very benign. They have the word America on them or maybe the American flag or USA. (laughs) Wow. Um, So that's what I sell. Um, And I launched my company But tell me about the you know, Confederate flag and all of those shirts that you sell. None of that. None None of of that. None of that. None of that. And I chose from the very beginning to be um, not political. I, you know, and I think patriotism is for everyone in America and that we all should be patriotic. And I launched my company on 9-11 because we were um, so together. The the America came together that day. And I thought that was a really appropriate day to launch the company because that's what I want to do. I want to spread and reinvigorate the spirit of American patriotism. Wow. Okay. So I should have led this interview with a trigger warning um, because of all of the hate speech here of love America and everything else. When you're in the digital um, uh, patrioticme.com and you know, you go, you know, that little room there where you go through the beads you know, and it's the back room mm-hmm, where mm-hmm, all the mm-hmm. Nazi stuff is uh, is being sold. You know right. that you have that you're selling Nazi <laughs> stuff. Stop <laughs> with the constant sarcasm. <laughs> again, again, no, yeah, I'm just so trying to I, look at. I mean, the only way I can deal with it today is comedy. Uh, trying to expose me, but there's nothing to expose. <laughs> I, I wish went through. I That's think that's what all moms of two say. I'm at patrioticme.com right now, and I went uh, through every single T-shirt that is listed. Mm. I, I there's the, not even anything borderline offensive. I mean, the most Donald offensive Trump. thing you could find. No, no. The most offensive thing you could find in here is like support for the police, which I, I don't find oh offensive at all. Gosh. But that's about right. as hard as There it ago. is. Ding, ding, ding. How long say, did it take right. us? Two minutes to find her racism. My daughter, my daughter manages my social media for uh-huh. me. Since 19-year-olds are a lot better than that, at, than 50-year-olds. And she <laughs> put a Snapchat, a Snapchat out of that exact shirt. My husband wearing that shirt. He was in law enforcement years ago. And they made us remove that shirt. Oh my gosh. 
take on. that picture down. They made us remove that. that okay, so that. now that you can't oh, be man. on Facebook because love your country support the cops uh what's happening to your business well so let me just clarify i still have a facebook page what they did to me was um ban my ability from advertising on facebook so for an e-commerce business i mean that's the lifeblood of e-commerce is advertising through social media no um and that's a fad right after yeah Hmm. right after that happened it actually um coincidentally was the day after the election I got my first communication from Facebook that said my ad account was being disabled. Um, And the only information in that email stated that I violated the policy of making everyone on Facebook feel safe and welcome. So that's that's the only communication I have had from Facebook. I appealed it three times. Uh And on November the 24th was permanently banned from advertising on Facebook. Okay, but but help me out here. I mean, Facebook, they're so easy to get a hold of. You just went con- to Facebook, you know, the contact us place, and got the phone number and talked to a real human being, right? Uh, no, of course not. I was never able. I have a, a business development mm. partner called Quantify, and they tried on my behalf, and I tried, and we were never able to get in touch with a live human being to ask our questions okay please tell us what's wrong please tell us what we can change what can we do to advertise again and we're never able to get that answer okay now audience i'm gonna let the shoe drop that i've known the whole time and after you've gotten to like her and say well it doesn't seem like anything wrong let me give you the ad that she was pushing okay quote loving your country shouldn't be hidden Check out our new long uh, line of long sleeve shirts. We have an attractive range of patriotic clothes that show that love off. 10% off your order for a limited time. Every time you purchase, we donate a portion to the uh, Tunnel to the Tower Foundation. Great foundation. Great foundation. Great foundation. And then it's got a picture of a guy wearing a shirt that says USA. That's amazing. I mean, I I can't even walk into a Ralph Lauren store because... It's so jingoistic. He's got USA on his T-shirt. He's got the USA Olympic stuff. It's so jingoistic. Every time I walk by Ralph Lauren, I, I go, I'm like, and then my head explodes and somebody has to come out and get all of the you know pieces of my head and scrape it off the windows of Ralph Lauren. So I know they banned him, I'm sure, from advertising. Um, so, you know, when you saw that coming. You know, what's interesting is I still see other patriotic things on Facebook. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure why I was targeted specifically. So um, on your personal, it's a mystery. On your personal hmm. Facebook page, and this is a sincere question, or on Twitter or whatever, have you supported Donald Trump openly on your personal stuff? No, not openly. <laughs> this is great. I, I, this, is, this, is, this is unbelievable. Do you have a theory here? I mean, because I, you're right. There are other patriotic shirts and other sites that, that do this that are not getting banned. Do you have a theory as to what has happened? You know, I really don't. It's a mystery. It's frustrating, but mm. it's a complete mystery. Um, you know, I've been over it and over it and over it. I really don't know. Okay, but, you so know, I've kind of. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. You've kind of. 
Well, I've just kind of resigned myself to the fact that I'm I'm not going to, I don't want to need Facebook anymore. Good. So I'm trying to figure out other ways you. to to promote my business. I, you know, I if I could get into small retail stores across the country yeah. um, to sell my product, right. I mean, you know, I don't want to have to rely on the internet and social well, media. Well, how would we, people contact you if they wanted to do that horrible, horrible thing? Well, on my website, there is a phone number and email, and the email is info at patrioticme.com. Please do not mention patrioticme.com. Uh, that is, that's, that, that's free advertisement, and patrioticme.com mm-hmm. is something that should not be said on this program. To clarify, Glenn, you're saying don't say patrioticme.com? It, stop <laughs> saying patrioticme.com. Okay, okay. Say People, patriotic me anymore. No, don't, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Finally, some reason from the owner of patrioticme.com. My gosh, this has been a bone-chilling interview. Uh, never thought in my uh, 45 years of broadcast that I would be talking to a very nice, seemingly very nice woman, uh, somebody, a mom who wanted to go back into the workforce, started her own business, was selling USA shirts and flag shirts and has uh, been banned because uh, she's so offensive. Mm-hmm. That's that's a uh, you know I'm you scary. live long enough. I'm really scary. Yeah, you get to do interviews with Charlie Manson. So uh, thank you so much, and uh, again, please keep it to yourself at patrioticme.com. Okay. I will not say patrioticme.com again today. I promise. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Finally. And Leanne, thank you for having me. Will you, yes. will you let us know? Uh, what uh, if there if there's any updates or if you get great response, uh, you know, uh, from, I don't know, doing shows and saying patriotic dot com, because uh, I would like to uh, I'd like to follow your story. All right. Uh, I definitely will follow back up with you. And I really appreciate the opportunity to be on and talk about patriotic dot com. Not oh, oh, oh. talk about that. About what? Pay my patrioticme.com have oh, you already forgotten that's right yeah you this said not to sick. say patrioticme.com today mm-hmm. leanne that. miller i hope you get the chair <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> <laughs> 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 of, see you don't get these interviews on fox you News don't channel. you don't get it you don't you don't, you don't get, get them on cnn no you do kind of get them on, on msnbc C- uh, yeah they do actually yeah. advocate the chair yeah. for people who have flag shirts on msnbc but you don't get it another place no you really don't this is the kind of important work that we do on fridays right here <laughs> she's great though i mean i you're trying to run it's, a business it's, it's, you're trying to especially in the economy the way the world is right now you're trying to make it this and, is one of those uh, stories that if it would have happened a year ago you'd be like there's something we're missing here yeah there's something yes, like, wrong yes you know what i mean you know we would have we would have been like what's have, really wrong with her like what's yeah, she doing on the side that right. we don't know about uh, no but not that's anymore. not the way the world is <laughs> it's not the way it is anymore. i will say the, the best thing is that uh she may have spent she wanted to spend money with facebook to advertise patrioticme.com but mm-hmm. My guess is she got more advertising value uh, about patrioticme.com today. Oh, my patriotic, uh, my patrioticme.com? Patrioticme.com, oh, yeah. Oh, patrioticme.com. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. I don't. More, uh, than, more than. I've already blocked it. I've already <laughs> blocked it because it's so racist and hateful. It makes me uncomfortable. And please, someone stop Ralph Lauren. Let me tell you about Raycon. Sizable chunk of your day uh, is probably uh, not listening to things that you like or listening to having to listen to people, I don't know, like me, that you're like, oh, shut up, man. 
whether it's radio or podcast or whatever that you're uh, you know, listening to, it could be Yoko Ono. I mean, there are freaks out there. You have probably had, you know, Apple earbuds and they're really expensive and uh, or ear. Uh, what are they called? AirPods. And uh, my daughter yesterday spent the day just freaking out. I lost one of my AirPods. I lost one of my AirPods. Yeah. Yeah. I believe those were my AirPods uh, that you that you lost. Um, that's why I have Raycon. They're half the price of Apple AirPods, and they are really, really good. They're they, noise isolating, a comfortable fit, half the price. Check them out. Now you can get them at 15% off all the products at Raycon. You can go to buyraycon.com slash Beck. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Now, I thought to myself, self, how could we make today's show even more likable for uh, those who, you know, don't like conservatives? And I thought, you know who they like? Bill, o- Bill O'Reilly. They love him. Love, 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 love him. Uh, so he's coming on just to give us the uh, digest of the week, uh, his thoughts on what's coming next week. I think next week is extraordinarily dangerous. Could be, could honestly be the last week of the Republic if somebody does something stupid. I want, people are like, do you know how many troops they have in Washington for the inauguration? I hope all of them. I hope all of them are there. Don't let anything happen next week. Please. Pray for peace, pray for an open heart and a kind heart, and pray for nonviolence. This is the Glenn Beck Program. First, let me tell you about our spotlight sponsor. It's Rectech. If you're somebody that likes to grill, if you're somebody who likes to smoke food, you just let it cook and smoke until the, the meat falls off the bones. Man, I'm telling you, you need a Rectech. Rectech is a, uh, is a remarkable uh, uh, grill and smoker that if you ab compare them to whatever you think the best grill is out there you put it next to a rectech and i can guarantee you it's night and day difference you can control it all from an app it controls the temperature i mean i burn everything on the grill i haven't burned anything on a rectech it is well worth your time looking into it if you're looking for a grill may i highly recommend rectech you can find out all the information and follow them and, and just learn about the whole culture with rectech r-e-c-t-e-q.com There has been a lot that has happened this week. We're going to touch base on all of it, or as much as we can squeeze in, with Bill O'Reilly. Yep, he's coming on next, because it's Friday. The Glenn Beck Program. 
Stu would like to talk to you about sagging eyes and puffy necks. I have lots of problems, uh, yeah. but this one is at least solvable. Right. Uh, 2021 might be starting out on the uh, rough uh, side of things. I don't know if you've what? noticed that. No, I haven't. <laughs> There's a little bit of good news, though. Uh-huh. Chamonix's New Year's uh, clearance uh, sale is on for a limited time. Right now, you can look at 5, 10, 15 years younger. Yeah, that means you, Glenn. It can happen. Uh, that means you look, look like, like you were 80. Five. Oh, what? We, went, we went the opposite <laughs> way on that joke. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be doing it uh, safely, easily, and naturally with Chamonix's new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum, which comes free with your order of GenuCell for under-eye bags and puffiness. The new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum. The uh, Deep Correcting uses, Serum? Yes. Can we can we spread that over all of America? <laughs> I don't know. Just pour it out on the streets. It's a good question for their scientists. I'm yeah, not sure okay, on that ask one. Them, ask uh, them. <laughs> uh, you could say goodbye to all the stuff you don't like, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, diminishes adult acne, redness, stress breakouts. You can even say goodbye to those crow's feet and laugh lines. Mm-hmm. You're going to see results in 12 hours or less or mm-hmm. your money back. So there's no risk here. It's just Chamonix Promise. Call 800-577-8709 or go to genucel.com. Mm-hmm. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Mm-hmm. Order right now. You get the classic Genucel yeah. jawline treatment and the legendary genucel uh, anti-wrinkle moisturizer order now 800-577-8709 or genucel.com it's g-e-n-u-c-e-l you know dot com can i tell you something you know who loves wrinkles who's that people that can't get rid of wrinkles they lo- really yeah they love them are you they sure love them yeah they mm. can't get rid of them they tried everything they probably haven't tried genucel and then they're like no wrinkles give you character. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. It's like the people I always talk to in New York. They're like, "Yo, I don't want these clean new cities you guys down have down there in the yeah. south. I want to lose grit and character." Yeah, I want the rats crawling over yeah. me too. Yeah, the rats size of dogs. And don't don't think I'm joking. If you've never been to New York, we live there. Uh, Mr. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com, the author of Killing Crazy Horse. He's written so many killing books. Uh, the state of California, if he lived there, they'd have him on death row. But the good news is they would never execute him because they don't execute anybody on death row. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, how are you, sir? Um, you know, I'm, I'm tearing up on that lead. Yeah, I know. It's a, I'm always <laughs> way you. too gracious. Um, but right. I mean, uh, the fact that I would get clemency. <laughs> in the state, that, that moves me. Yeah. Go so. Ahead. Bill, it has been an absolutely insane week, um, and and people, some people on the right are still saying it's not over. I mean, I I had this question: Do you really think? Come on, be honest. Do you really think Biden's going to be the president next week? And I've answered, uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know how it changes. Yes. Talk some sense into what's happening. All right. Number one, I don't want to disparage the uh, crew that you hang with, Beck, but mm-hmm. perhaps you might go on a vacation and maybe uh, not. <laughs> no, I tell you, really intelligent that. people have asked because uh, and, and I've, been, I've been surprised. Uh, and yeah. I think people all over the country have somebody in their life that is saying, it's not over yet. Yeah, it is. I don't hear that up here in New York. I mean, really. I, really? I, yeah, I No, I mean, I'm most shocked. People, <laughs> most people are, are incommunicado because of COVID, you know, so they don't say anything. It's horrible and terrible up here right now. But, you know, look, there, there's an old adage. People believe what they want to believe. And that 
led to the absolute destruction of Donald Trump. So listen to me now. Donald Trump, from the very beginning, wanted to believe that he won the election. Mm -hmm. And so did many of the 74 million people who voted for him. That's what they wanted to believe. It's like being nine years old and wanting to believe in Santa Claus. Okay, hang on. Santa is real. Um, as we know. Okay, as we all know. Um, well, let but me I just say this. Wait a minute. Hang on, Bill. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me no, make no, no. my No, my it's my show. <laughs> um, I'm going to I'm gonna say. You may not get this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 want to, I want to stop you there because I want to clarify something. Um, I want to believe the truth. I do believe, hang on, can you shut the pile for a second? (laughs) I want to believe the truth. And I don't think we really know the truth about what happened uh, with the election. I don't think it was a fair election. That's how I feel. But what I know is there's not enough evidence to actually get in the time that we have to actually prove anything. And you can't run a country or a house on how you feel absent from facts. So I may I may believe that he won. I may believe it's in question, but I also have to root myself in reality on the constitutional principles Biden is going to be the president and there's nothing I can do about it. And the the best thing I can do about it is say on uh, January 21st or January 20th, either before he's elected or right after he's elected. What I've said about George Bush, what I've said about Barack Obama, what I said about Donald Trump and what I will say about Joe Biden. He's all of our president now. And if he fails, we all fail. That doesn't mean I support his policies, but I do support the Constitution, and he's the president, so I wish him well. Now go ahead. Yeah, you can talk. (laughs) You're allowed, apparently. Anybody wants to hear it. Sister, can I talk now? Yes, go ahead. Billy, I see your hand up. Go ahead. Yep, all right. Thank you. All right, look. All of that was swell. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I think Stu nodded out. I liked it. But that's not what I'm talking about. So Trump wanted to believe, wanted to believe that he did not lose. I don't think he wanted to. I think he, I talked to the man a couple of weeks ago. He yeah, does believe that. a bigger point here. I'm, I'm raising a bigger point. Point. I think he's leading right, to something okay. here, Glenn. Maybe if All he right, could go we'll through a couple sentences a before you... you get close to it. Yeah. <laughs> Stu, can you get a sock and put it in there? <laughs> Absolutely, Bill. All right. So once he signaled, the president signaled to his supporters that he, 100% certain, there was a rigged election, then everything in this country changed. History changed, attitudes changed, everything changed because millions of people got into the program, as they say, and the election was rigged. 
it became a fact in their mind, a fact that's dangerous. So, uh, and so I just want to make sure I just want to make sure we we point out that 70 percent of Democrats during the Bush administration um, claimed that George Bush knew about and was involved in the 9-11 bombing. Now, those numbers have changed since he's no longer a political enemy, but 70 percent and he's selected, not elected, et cetera, et cetera. This this happens. Hillary Clinton. She never stopped saying that it, she didn't win. She she didn't win because of Russian collusion. The the left has done this in every election since 2000. Uh, anytime they lose. True. Yes. But it doesn't it doesn't alter the arc of history now. I, All right. Wait. And that's where I'm going here. So instead of saying to the Justice Department, President Trump, saying to William Barr, hey, look, analytics don't add up in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, and Nevada. The analytics do not line up. We need to go in, subpoena some of the voting machines in selected areas that we believe were corrupted and examine them. You can make it happen. Please do. That's how you do it. Was it done? No. I, I think so, that. Uh, go ahead. Finish this thing. Instead of a methodical investigation that might have led to a semblance of truth, which happened in the Russian collusion investigation, it took two years, yeah. but it did happen. All right. All we got was Rudy Giuliani and others running around stoking the crew. I agree saying it was fraud i'm gonna have it next week we'll you'll show it we'll see it and we never saw it and and on january 6th the day of the insurrection giuliani again said i'm gonna have this in a week all right rudy it's a week's been passed where is it you don't have it so that took on a out of control lord of the flies how about that reference everybody well that lord we were just flies. talking last hour about this is one of the books that that uh right. they want to burn now and remove from our mm-hmm. schools so of course you white supremacist white privileged guy of course you'd bring yep. that book up okay. <laughs> um it took on this momentum that led to disaster for the country number one and for Donald Trump, secondly. So if it had been done with discipline, yes, because I, I agree with you back one of the few times, <laughs> I think there was significant, I'm using that word, yeah. corruption in that election. Yes. But it has to be uncovered. Yes. So what Trump should have done was set it up so it could be. All right. Well, they were caught. They were they were quite honestly, they were they were caught uh, unaware. I mean, when I talked to the president last week, he said that. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you last year. No. Remember all the questions to Trump. I know. Are you going to accept the. uh, I know. I know. I know. You know, and he goes, well, we'll see if it's honest. He said that a year ago. They knew. 
but they, what they didn't anticipate was that the opposition, the corruptors, the criminals used COVID to do their dirty deeds. So let me ask you this. Um, yeah. If I think the world would be a different place today, if Donald Trump would have come out and if at that speech, he would have said, look, I believe what I believe. You believe what you believe. What we're asking for is 10 days to just have an open conversation in these legislatures. I'll accept whatever they say. And I, I just want you to all gather here. And, and if you're praying people, I want you to I want you to pray for the republic, because this isn't about me. This is about the true honest count and if it comes back that i didn't win but there was fraud but not enough to change the election i still say that's important because people have to trust it but i want you to know i live by the constitution and i don't want any violent violence and i'm leaving next next week or two weeks if if that's what happens so be it but i just think it's right and fair to look at this situation whether i it changes the outcome or not we have to know i think but the world would be could have done that in november i know he could you know, i know he could have you know and that's the problem with with president trump you know i'm writing a column that'll be on billoreilly.com on uh we'll post it on sunday and the column's going to list the things that he did for America that are noble and good. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty good list. It is. Because also going to address Mitch McConnell and the terrible game that he's playing. Um, the Republican majority leader in the Senate for about what? Another four days. McConnell is playing a very dangerous game. I hope we can get to that later, but Donald Trump has never been a disciplined man. Mm-hmm. He's never, he never, this is the key. And if you read the United States of Trump, I hope you did, uh, all of you Trump supporters out there. He doesn't calculate consequences to his actions. He never, ever does it. Yes. Well, in the speech, he clearly said peaceful and patriotic. That exculpa- that's the exculpatory words that makes this impeachment a hollow awful okay so that's what i want to talk about because there's there's question now whether this is even constitutional to impeach and then convict to remove somebody who's already gone um so i want to talk a little bit about the impeachment but more importantly I, i want to talk about he's i mean there's i don't know what he's going to do now uh deutsche bank says they won't do any business with him that's just going to spiral uh, I, I wonder what the president's life is going to be like uh, in the uh, in the coming years. We'll go more with Bill O'Reilly in one minute. Give me 60 seconds to tell you about Gary, who lives in California. He's one of the many, many people who have learned about the miracle of relief factor firsthand. He started to get, uh, you know, a little bit older. We are all starting to age and. Uh, with age comes the aches and pains that you normally expect to happen. He wrote in about his experience and said, it's so good, so good. I can't thank you enough. I'm 62. Wow, he's that old. 
I'm 62 and have just started taking Relief Factor. I have never felt better. I recommend it to all of my baby boomer friends. Gary, I'm glad to hear that. You found relief from your pain. Well, your physical pain. Your mental pain can be solved by something called Texas. Uh, But uh, one step at a time, Gary. If you want a drug-free and natural way to get your life back and get out of pain, do what Gary did. Do what I do. It's relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. 10-second station ID. So Bill O'Reilly is with us. Last night, I was with a group of friends, and uh, yeah, I do have friends. It's crazy. Um, But I was with a group of friends, and um, everybody asked the same question. Uh, This impeachment thing, why are they doing this? And I said, it's twofold as I see it. One, to make sure that he never runs for office again and and make sure the history books are very clear on uh, on what they say he is and et cetera, et cetera. The second is, uh, I think, a smoke screen. They're going to be uh, handling this right after, they say, an hour after the new president is sworn in, they're going to be taking it to the Senate. Well, they also have to confirm all of the people in the cabinet. And when you see what's happening in the cabinet, you don't want that to be front page news. And I think this is a smoke screen to get both of them happening at the same time. Your thoughts, Bill. Okay. So we at BillOReilly.com tried to get a definitive constitutional take on whether it is legal for the Senate to hold an impeachment trial when a president is no longer in office. It's divided. There are scholars that say yes. There are scholars that say no. So if Schumer, who will be the Senate majority leader, decides or demands a trial, there'll be immediately a lawsuit to block it. It may be filed by some Republican senators. Then it goes into the courts. So the Supreme Court would have to rule on it. And I don't believe the Supreme Court would say it was legal under the Constitution because there is no wording for that. And in the Constitution, doesn't doesn't it say to convict and remove? Isn't right. that the he's language? Already, he's already removed. Right, he's and gone. You can, see, you can make an argument on both sides. Okay. Um, but here's the end game, and everybody knows this. He's not going to get convicted. You're not going to get two-thirds of the Senate to um, convict Donald Trump of anything because he didn't do anything. And it's obvious he didn't. This is all based on speculation that he incited this insurrection. Well, but there's, oh, there's also, that, couldn't you make an, our language. couldn't you make the argument that, couldn't you make the argument that the Republicans are motivated to do this to uh, end the Trump, train you know and be able to turn a page and and look here's marco rubio our new leader or whoever it might be that's why mitch mcconnell is reported to be right considering this yeah 
you know, that's the Lynn Cheney yes. uh, philosophy. Yes. But McConnell, and I don't like him because he killed Kate's law yeah. single-handedly, yeah. and I don't like him anyway. Right. I mean, join McConnell the club. McConnell knows that if he gets behind impeachment, the Republican Party fractures. He destroys his own party because half of it will walk away because they love Trump. They'll walk away. Mm. Does that. Well, I, uh, maybe then that's a reason why he should push for impeachment because I wouldn't mind seeing that party fall apart and have to reorganize. Back in a minute with Bill O'Reilly. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Realestateagentsitrust.com there, um, there is nothing I hate more than selling a house. And I think my wife hates it even more because she's she's always whatever house we've ever sold she's like oh god oh quick we've got to you know pull the house together and clean the house and i'm like let them see the slop that's the way their house is gonna look um but uh we end up you know spending all saturday morning getting it because we've got somebody who wants to see and then they spend 10 minutes in the house and you're like really that was it uh i want those people banned from facebook quite honestly I'd rather have bamboo shoots up my fingernails. Um, you need a great real estate agent, somebody who really knows the market, knows, you know, knows the clients and, and can sell your house. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. You, it's a free service to you. You can find somebody in your area that really has the marketing plan, has the time, the wisdom, and the track record to get your house sold fast or to get you into your next new house. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. And make sure to check out BillOReilly.com as well. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, in 30 minutes, uh, we are going to be talking to the woman who gave me COVID. She came in here uh, just brazen mm-hmm. and, and, and really kind of sad the way she was hitting on me. Uh, and it was she aware of this. I don't think she's aware that she was hitting on you. Oh, I, I, mm. I had to think to myself over and over again, Nicole, my eyes are up here. <laughs> uh, Nicole Arbor is going to be on with us. Uh, she's now in Mexico, probably giving everybody in Mexico COVID like she did me. Uh, we have her coming on in, uh, just about half an hour. She's a, she's a riot, I think. Uh, Meanwhile, we got Bill O'Reilly and Bill, we've got some uh, some business we have to get through. First of all, uh, let's just talk about the cancellation of Donald Trump. And I don't mean Facebook and everything else. I mean, Deutsche Bank. They 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 are building a world, a cage around Donald Trump that I don't know how he's even going to be able to do business moving forward. Well, it's true what you say. I don't want to destroy every aspect of his life and his family's life. No doubt about it. Uh, that's de- uh, driven by Nancy Pelosi, who is, you know, I think I told you, I think she's an evil woman. Uh, and I mean that literally. Um, <laughs> Trump will be like Richard Nixon in the sense that there will be some rehabilitation of his reputation, mm-hmm. particularly if Biden collapses, 
If that administration does not do well, uh, if there's chaos, economic uh, pain, then Trump will look better in the eyes of the independent people, which are now, you know, that group is the swing vote. So uh, in order for that not to happen, the haters of Trump are trying to demonize him as much as they can. We all know that. And then choke off every aspect of prosperity for the man. So uh, it's true. It's happening, not just to him, but to people who supported him. And I think that will backlash to some extent that, that Americans will figure that out. Um, after all this emotion clears a little bit, that is just the kind of country we want, you know? Um, it's almost like being an uh, organized crime. And I know that because my next book is Killing the Mob. Uh, <laughs> you get whacked. You get whacked. And that means you could never do anything again because you're dead. And they want them dead. And, uh, you know, you can see it. I mean, it's just, it, when I watch msnbc nbc news all of the networks all of them they're all the same and then of course cnn and i see the glee that the people are experiencing these people on television you can see it and what are they happy about they're happy about hatred they're enjoying hatred I mean, I, I feel sometimes like I'm watching devil worshiping on television in the guise of news presentation. They love the hatred of Donald Trump. I think there are more and more Americans that are falling into that trap of they just want to destroy the other side. People, I think once again, when the emotion clears, most decent people are not going to feel good about that. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think in retrospect, we're going to look at uh, much of the behavior uh, is just despicable. This is going to be remembered as a dark chapter in American history, the last 10 years. Yeah, but it's going to have an immediate consequence that these idiots on television don't really understand. And that is that that whole industry, and we talked about this, is going to collapse. And you can see it now. You can see it happening. Um, well, unless I mean, unless I mean, they are talking now about a committee on the media to rein in, quite honestly, you, me, Ben Shapiro, rein in these these actors that uh, that disagree with them. I mean, it's 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 really the McCarthy committee. Um, yeah, Ocasio Cortez yesterday. Right. Uh, but more than that, Americans are going to start to figure out, the majority of them, that their civil liberties are in jeopardy by the social media companies, they're going, wait a minute, I I don't know if we want to live in a country where five companies regulate freedom of speech. Do we really all want that? Um, Can I I ask you something? Because the phone changed, the sound changed, you went into another room. You're not in the bathroom talking to me, are you? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Americans are going to (laughs) start to figure out that their personal liberties are in danger. Once this emotion clears, once Trump goes to Florida, Biden is in there, but the social media companies are still there, still in control of what can be heard and what can be said. 
Americans are going to go, I don't know if this is a good thing. You see, all of this is going to build. And once it starts to build, and there's going to have to be leadership in the area, and I don't know where that's going to come from, because if you get in front of a social media is a danger movement, then you're going to get canceled. So I has, it has to come from Congress. Biden's not going to do it. So I think we may have to wait two years for any action. But I, I firmly believe that most Americans do not want a totalitarian country back. And that's where we're headed. I, I think I think you're absolutely right. I think there's, um, you know, I think that the country was presented with two directions and one was Trump. One was anything but Trump. And I think a lot of people uh, voted for Joe Biden thinking, OK, well, Joe Biden is not a radical. He might be very, very left, but he's he might be very, very liberal, but he's not a lefty Marxist kind of guy. But uh, I think when the power behind him uh, is is really some spooky leftist groups that that think that they're the reason he was elected. If they don't if if he doesn't give them everything they want, uh, people are going to realize, holy cow, I didn't just vote for Biden. I voted for all the collection of people that are around him. Uh, and, and that's when I think it gets spooky. As the media and certain politicians move even further left, and they will, because there's no restraint anymore, nothing to hold them back, no newspaper, no television agency, nothing to hold them back. As they become more radical than what we're seeing now, as you are told you can't say the word man, Are you there? He said the M.A. word. Yeah, go ahead. Or you fail the subject. Okay. As this becomes more obvious to the population, there's going to be a severe uprising backlash. It has to happen. Yeah. I don't think the American people are going to want to live in Venezuela or Cuba. And this is what the radical left wants, a totalitarian state where Washington tells you what you can do and not do, what you can have and not have. That's what they want. That will become more apparent as Trump recedes. But the other side, our side, our side, Beck, needs leadership, cogent, intelligent articulate leadership and that's going to be the challenge because uh, right now you don't have that here no in this country no all right bill let me ask you for a prediction of what we're going to be talking about on friday of next week the inauguration has gone through um all of this stuff uh, hopefully will behind us be behind us what will we be saying next week about what the big story was well i don't believe there's going to be violence that's ginned up by the press to send the message mm. that oh these right-wing kooks they're bent on overthrowing the government 
I don't believe we're going to see any of that. So all of these, you know, troops marching around and all of that, they're not going to have a lot to do. Um, the second thing is. Hang on just I a second, just for the record, because I'm going to play this next week. I'm not sure that's true. Um, okay. I don't. Th- I, I hope you're absolutely right. But I think with with all of the capitals in play, et cetera, uh, I, I, I want all those troops around. I don't. I don't want anybody to do anything. Okay, and, and I'm not right. saying the troops shouldn't be there, but I, yeah, I don't know. believe there will be uh, any substantial violence, maybe a couple of coups, but that's it. I could be wrong. I think I was wrong in 1987, I think. That was uh, the beginning of that uh, streak, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and of course you, I mean, we all know your track record. So, um <laughs> I hope that happens. But the other story uh, after the inauguration will be nothing. People will be exhausted. They're you know what? Walk away for, for a bunch of they're going to walk away. I guess I don't want to hear about politics anymore. I don't want to hear about it unless the impeachment thing blows up, which it might. Uh, can I tell you, you know, something? A yeah. a, uh, uh, a a week period, a month period, a year if we could get to a country where the president is not a threat to any side or anybody and you they're back to being the president, which is like, why do I care about the president? They have no effect on my life. That would be a great blessing. That would be a great blessing because uh, it's been a long, long time since we've had a, it's been 2001. I feel since we've really had a break. Yeah, but Biden could be the guy because. Biden will be napping most of the time. <laughs> it would be great. That would be great. I'd yeah. like Congress uh, to take a, a nap as well. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much. Um, Bill O'Reilly, the uh, author of uh, Killing Crazy Horse, which is uh, his latest, Killing the Mob, is uh, coming soon. Bill O'Reilly can be found at BillOReilly.com. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Okay, guys. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Rectech. Right at the ha- right right at the uh, at this moment my entire house is torn up. They were tearing out the ceilings yesterday. Started with just painting the cabinets. Let's paint the cabinets. And I said, "Honey, once we start doing this, it's going to snowball." <laughs> yeah. I've I've done this before. And between the two of us, we're rolling the biggest snowball ever. They're they're now tearing down the ceilings. In a room that is like three rooms away from the kitchen cabinet. So snowball, you bet. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, you know, there is, I mean, there's no chance of getting a good meal. Although my wife made something really good last night. It was unbelievable. Uh, Cooking? No, not happening. Using the Rectech. Oh, yeah, we use the Rectech. It's outside. Uh, Away from all of the dust. I swear to you, I have coal miner's lung. Uh, from living in this house. Anyway, um, the uh, Rectech is a great grill. It'll give you peace of mind. You can control everything and monitor on an app. It does all of the work. You just put the, the, uh, the I don't know what you call it, the, the little pointy thing and you stick it in the meat and it, it tells you on your app, it's done. Come get it, dummy. Uh, it's really, a, it's smarter than, than I am. 
Don't let it know. It's already got an ego. It's a Rectech. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q. You can follow them on social media, sign up for their newsletter. You get all kinds of recipes and everything else. It's a really cool kind of community. Rectech, built by grillers uh, for grillers. R-E-C-T-E-Q. Rectech.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Anything planned for the weekend? That's a great question, and one I will have an answer to as soon as I talk to my wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Same plans (laughs) I have. Yeah, that's my life. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, does your wife always say to you, I don't, uh, why do I always have to? Because, honey, we probably don't want to do the same thing, you know? Yeah, this is good for her. I mean, she should know it's good for her. I so don't care what we do exactly you know what i mean that's, i want to just sit on the couch and watch like a james bond movie so mm-hmm. that's why i don't come up with anything yeah, here's my idea nothing <laughs> right so we'll do nothing that's what i'm asking if you right. want to do something different tell me when i need to leave yeah and i'll be there and i'll, I'll be, be excited about it i'll I pretend to be yeah, excited i will about pretend it. to be excited yeah, about it yeah i mean i'll be a good date you know, I will at least take my credit card at the out at the end of it. That's what that's that's what I will provide. Nah, I draw the line there. Oh, really? You're paying for that. Well, she can pay with the bill. I'll just but I'll take the card out. <laughs> uh, what so, are you? Is you have no, I have absolutely no plans. I have family in town and you know how good that is. Always family. Stay a week. Stay a month. Stay a year. Stay, move in. Really? It's fantastic. Yeah. Now this time it's only one family member. Mm. You know, I like it when I could get all of the relatives to come. Mm. You know, for a holiday. Oh, the little Chevy Chase situation. Well, like, nobody is out front saying, "Yeah, crappers full." Crappers full. Nobody's <laughs> saying paraphrase. that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I hesitate to to mock anybody in my family at this point. And seeing that I have refrigerators in my living room and the washer and dryer on my back porch. So when does the, the when do the home repairs end? I mean, and we know this again for another <laughs> 80s movie reference. We know this is the money yeah. pit. We know yeah. that that's going to happen. Yeah. But like, yeah. do you have what's the plan? A couple of weeks? As they I said say? to my wife a couple of nights ago, I think this may end up being the Winchester house. The one in California mm-hmm. where the person said, if the hammers stop. I know I'll die. And so they just kept adding and doing things uh, 24 hours a day, (laughs) seven days a week. I have a feeling there's a chance. There's a chance. Um, Supposed to be eight weeks, but... Eight weeks from now? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that was funny. Remember when you were young and naive? (laughs) Back in just a second. Hello, America. It's... Friday. Yahoo Finance has named our next guest the top influencer to follow in 2020. She has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for special achievement in social media. She sells out events all around the world. She's a comedian. She's a social media superstar, a renegade. She was ready, okay, a cheerleader. She's got it all. Her name is Nicole Arbor, and she joins us in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. She also gave me COVID. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, 
And it's just because she wanted to leave me a little bit of her love. And That's really... I said to her over and over again, first of all, Nicole, my eyes are up here. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is, this is embarrassing for you. I know I'm hot. But stop it. Mm. And that's like when fact checked on. Uh, let's on not bring that... it up. She gets uncomfortable okay. with mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me tell you about uh, LifeLock. Your identity is on the table right now. I mean, chicks dig me. They do. They do some things. Yeah, uh, they, they dig me. And yeah. it's I mean, sometimes they'll just show up in the middle of the night and they're like, yes, yes, I'm a supermodel, but I must have you. And I'm like, I am happily married. Stop it. Stop it. It's middle of the night indicates it might be a dream. It's sad what they do. Mm. Anyway, uh, LifeLock, when the numbers come up and it's your number, uh, your life can be destroyed if cyber criminals come out and take your identity. It is it's awful and it's happening more and more and more. But the good news is we live in a country where we can have people like LifeLock look for things like that. Now, we don't have the technology to make sure voting is secure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and then we'll have flying cars. But your identity uh, can be secured, and you know nobody can completely secure it and guarantee you they're never going to be hacked into. But LifeLock is one of the best out there. They've been there forever. Uh, and they also not only help prevent it, they'll see the things that you make mess on your own, but they also, this is where the rubber meets the road, can help you resolve identity theft. So if something happens, you call them up and go, uh, okay, what do I do? And they have a team to help you. Save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com with promo code Beck. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Beck for 25% off. Lifelock.com. Well, here she is, the woman who almost killed me. (laughs) Nicole Arbor. Hi. Hi. May I call you COVID Mary? May I call you that? Uh, I either got it from you or you got it from me during that podcast. It it was that for sure. I didn't feel anything until like two days after. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh, I like your outfit, Glenn. I didn't know we're hunting waskily wabbits today. (laughs) (laughs) What did she say? What is is this? What is? She's mocking my. I believe she's mocking your clothing. You're mocking Mm -hmm. my clothing. Mm I said, I like it. We're hunting waskily wabbits. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is what happens. They deflect. They say, oh, okay. you're fat, you're ugly, <laughs> your clothing is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Right. What she's really saying. Well, we'll talk about it when she's not listening because <laughs> she gets embarrassed. I get embarrassed. <laughs> you know you're my celebrity crush. Stop it. <laughs> oh, man. There it is. Um, so, Nicole. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had a chance because, I don't know, world's on fire. Um, right. We haven't had a chance to cover what was on the cover of cosmo magazine uh i think late last week or early this week and it yep. is one of my favorite it's one of my favorite covers of all time because oh. it because it just shows how crazy we've all become we're nuts yeah we've if you crazy if you didn't see the cover of cosmo and i mean i don't know who in this audience that could be explain what's on the cover and then go <laughs> Well, on the cover of Cosmo, and I was told that this isn't Cosmo US, I believe it might be UK, um, where they have people dying of obesity as well because of COVID-related issues. Anyway, um, the women are definitely not in shape. 
and they're that's visibly putting it. Oh, come on, not that's healthy. Stop being you know politically correct. This, uh, the this, woman on the cover yeah. is like you. you Imagine me in my underpants. It's that bad. No, no. I can't these She's screaming in horror. Look at how she just overreacts to things like oh, that. Yeah. It's so obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. So obvious. Well, back to the story, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, these women are definitely not healthy or in shape in any way. And the thing that really upsets me about this is that. They think that women are so stupid that we will buy this as a thing. That there's no plus size male models. They don't try and shove this down the throats of men that you can be huge and it's still healthy and you're beautiful because they don't, they think we're stupid. And because they've built insecurity into us, they as in like the media for years, like women, be insecure. You're not good enough. You're not this, you're not that. Not to go all feministy because that's not my thing. But it's because they think we're stupid. So they're equating beauty with health. And those are two separate issues completely. One has to do with science and one is personal preference. And they try and mash the two together to continuously make us feel bad about ourselves in a different way. And it's just stupid. Like, we can't be this stupid. Well, and, it, it's, yeah. it's just, it's dangerous. It's not that they're plus size they're big the 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 one in the leotard with her leg up she's obese she's obese she's obese and i don't care if you want to put uh you know a person who's obese i mean you know the painter rubens uh, <laughs> a lot of fat naked women on couches okay and back then people thought fat was beautiful because everybody was skinny cuz there was nothing to eat yeah but it's not healthy and that's the problem is underneath the the, the picture, the caption is uh, it's healthy. It's healthy. Oh, it's healthy. It's a lie. This is a lie. And it's so it's so disgusting and crazy to me that we're promoting this now when people are dying at the highest rate. And this is Science Magazine. This is um, Heart.org. This is every major medical publication agrees. People are dying of covid because of obesity. That's the why you gave it to me. You hate yeah. fat people so much. You gave me COVID to kill me. AOC paid me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm a sleeper cell from CNN. <laughs> I want to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm really sorry, Glenn. I, I like. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I might have given you COVID. No, I think but, yeah. I, I, I wrote to you while I was on vacation because I saw you post. And, and honestly, yeah. you got it like a day or two before I did. Um, and, uh, so I got it and I wrote to you and joked with you that you were trying to kill me because I'm fat, but quite honestly, (laughs) if I were in shape and I wasn't, you know, the size of a house, I wouldn't have had COVID as bad as I did. I mean, it, it hits you in a way to where you're breathless and if you're already breathless because you're like, I'm even better hamburger, (laughs) it's bad. It's bad because you can't make it to the hamburger stand. You Which, can't get there. No, I needed somebody yeah. to enable and just get me in the car and drive me to McDonald's and leave me there. Stop it. You but, did not have McDonald's when you had COVID. Oh, no, no, of course not. Okay. Not McDonald's, Burger King. Um, but okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, so uh, let me just uh, go, go on to a couple of other things. Um, sure. The craziness at the Capitol last mm. week. Um, Yeesh. 
Uh, I'm sure you don't stand with the violence. I don't know. I haven't heard your perspective on this. Yeah, I know. Don't, oh, yeah, don't give Cole me that Arbor look. Pro-violence all the time. Yeah. No, obviously <laughs> she, not. When it's, I said that, no. she kind of shook her head and then looked down. My eyes are up <laughs> here. Glenn, it's distracting. Keep it okay. Keep it here. Keep going. Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, uh, tell me what tell me what you think about the reaction, what's happening with social media. Where are we headed? I think the reaction has been ridiculous. I think it's time for our politicians to act like adults and on both sides. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is not working. So when something isn't working, you got to change what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think we've reached such a a fever pitch that the only thing to do is chill. Because, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests look very similar. Actually, they looked a lot more violent than what happened at the Capitol. But I'm not saying that this is okay either. None of it's okay, but it's because we're all screaming and nobody's listening. I think, and we need adults to be adults now and make solutions. I think the only people I want to talk to and enjoy, I'll enjoy talking to, are the people who are consistent. You know, yes. the people who can say, uh, you know, I really don't like Donald Trump, but he did some good things. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I was really against the riots this uh, this summer with Antifa. And it's really wrong. Same kind of category of what happened on the Capitol. If, yeah. if you're not consistent, that's a problem. There's a problem there. It's narcissistically rooted. Like I'm just seeing a giant rise of narcissism in, in a, like a pick me type of thing. So it's politicians and people and everyone's screaming for attention right now, not screaming for change or how do we fix this. And that's the issue. So just be consistent. And fall back and breathe for a second. You don't have to respond on Twitter to every freaking thing that happens every second. People are getting blocked left and right. And some are ver- some are justified, some aren't. But just chill for a second. Live to fight another day. The big fight isn't here yet. And that, to me, is the one on free speech. Speaking of this, Nicole, uh, of yes. people getting blocked on social media, uh, yes. my wife, who follows you, uh, she, oh, hi, wife. You know, hi, good, wife. Good, good, Her taste, name's good Le- taste. Yeah, Lisa. No, no, you may change that. You <laughs> okay. may change Let's that. Just, okay. Yeah, her taste is questionable, but her social media accounts are pretty good. And she has this account uh, at Lisa Page Made Me Do It on Instagram, where she took one of your, I believe it was a tweet, after, yeah. Janu- uh, after the January 6th situation and reposted it on, on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. And she read it to me at the time. I don't remember the exact verbiage, but it was nothing, nothing hateful, nothing. I mean, you didn't, I mean, I, I mean, know you, you wouldn't do that Nazis, anyway. Nazis, but you but no. always do that. So, <laughs> you was, know, it's a Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> it was nothing bad at all. But just because she reposted your tweet on Instagram, mm-hmm. they will not let her go live on Instagram. They've totally turned off the feature, I think, at least until the inauguration. Okay, okay. Hang That's on. So before strange. you No, wait. Before you respond, go ahead. Yeah. Thank her. Oh, by the way, thank you for getting her off of Instagram. I did, good God, it's a constant. Oh, that's funny. That, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now that some of it is on purpose and just working in tech myself and being part of development teams, I know a lot of it is algorithm right now. Mm-hmm. So there's giant nets just swooping the internet and catching anything that might be something. And mm-hmm. they're not perfect. And this is where, you know, people might expect me to rage and be like, yeah, they're only censoring one type of person. I know how these programs work. I think they are doing, you know, some kind of shady stuff, but I think they're doing their best right now to just try and keep things chill until after the inauguration. So here's the problem. And I talked to a tech expert in uh, London uh, about a month or so ago, and he said, 
Google <laughs> is uh, Google is uh, incorporating now in their algorithms, and so is Facebook on their hate speech algorithms, uh, mm-hmm. critical theory and critical race mm-hmm. theory. And so if you disagree with critical theory or critical race theory, which I uh, algorithm, uh, I, I really don't. I love that. Um, if you do, it not only marks you and suppresses you, it goes down to all of the people that have responded and are subscribers or you know follow your page or whatever and it goes through them and it puts them into a category that was described to me as uh infected so i'm the host of the virus because i said something if you saw it you were exposed to it and so you are also going to be isolated it's a frightening it's crazy it's really frightening That's crazy. So I think those are actual questions we need to speak to Google about or Instagram about. And my experience is a bit different from other people. I've sat with Facebook and their lawyers and, you know, their team that flags things. And I would say, hey, what about my last four posts did you flag? I need you to be specific with me so I can make changes and I can tell my audience about those changes. And they're actually pretty good about it. But I think that I can't take it anymore. Stop it. Stop it. Sorry. Say the word. No, stop it. Say the word. It's about, not a boot. It's about. (laughs) Say it. I don't want any lessons from someone that looks like they're going to hunt Bugs Bunny. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. Her her sexual desire for me is (laughs) sickening. Just I, sickening. I just want you to be holding a Budweiser right now. <laughs> oh, really? Now, now she's putting a Bud into the hand of an alcoholic. No, but like you can get cool. me drunk, but I still won't go home with you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just embarrassing me, Glenn. Um, all right. Check me once. I'll take it. Uh, okay. Two, two more things. Elon okay. Musk. He. I do too. I do too. Uh, he and, and we'd get the Green New Deal if he were allowed to be president. Uh, but I think I'd vote for him because at least he's looking at the future and he has the balls to say what he tweeted this week. Legalize comedy. Yes. Yes. See, this is where to me, the censorship line has to like it has to move. Yeah, I'm not a news reporter. I don't report the news. So I shouldn't be flagged the same way that CNN or Fox is flagged when I'm being sarcastic. There has to be something in the algorithms that picks up sarcasm and poetic devices and literary devices, or I can't do my effing job. Siri, Siri can't call my wife. No, call my wife. No, no, Siri. Call my <laughs> wife. Siri can't do that. You think Siri's ever going to find sarcasm? No, <laughs> then there should be a button for comedians. Yeah, that, like you don't you don't flag us. Just don't do it. But I love everybody, Elon Musk but, so much. but everybody else is uh, is is okay. Um, I do too. I think Elon Musk because he knows things are changing. He's yep. part of it. He's doing things himself. Like I don't mind his green activism because he says we're all going to die because of either tech or you know greenhouse gases. So I'm building rocket ships to get off this planet. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's, yeah, it's pretty great. Um, uh, Nicole, are you fully recovered? Yeah, I'm 100%. Yeah, because I was in shape. <laughs> yeah, because I was in shape, but also I ate super healthy during it. And I have, this is going to sound funny, but I have portable oxygen. 
I don't know if you guys have heard, heard of Boost Oxygen, not a sponsor or anything, but I was huffing O2 because I know that's what your lungs need when you get COVID. Hmm. It works. Huffing O2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a kids, canister. Yeah. I don't know what you crazy kids are into these days, but that's All the oxygen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nicole, always good to talk to you. Thank you so much. You too. All I'm right. glad you're better, Glenn. Thank Sorry. you. All I right. You. <laughs> that's okay that's okay lost four pounds and i know that was your goal you're uh, welcome good luck with the rabbit yeah thank you so much god bless nicole arbor you can follow her at nicole arbor uh she is really really funny she is she's somebody honestly that my daughter is i call her lucy you know she's lucy ball and she's so funny and she's so smart and everything else and uh all she needs is a really bad experience in her life to really center her, and she'll be Nicole Arbor. And I would be thrilled uh, if that were true. Um, all right, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's my pillow. Have you had the perfect night's sleep? Did you see Ford and Ferrari? Ford versus Ferrari, oh. where it's like the perfect lap. Dad did it. It's the perfect lap. Spoiler alert. Jeez. Yeah, well, he dies in the end. Um, Wait. The uh, this is like you know this is my dream. One day, one day, son, I'll have the perfect sleep. And uh, what can help get you there? It's almost like it's almost like a cobra. Uh, It's a my pillow, my pillow. I want you to find them now. You can return them if you don't love it. And quite honestly, the first one I had, I bought the I don't know the flatter one. And I didn't like it. And I got the, you know, stuffier one. And it's the perfect night's sleep. It really is. You can get your money back, you know, for 60 days if you try it and you don't like it. But try it. Try it. Really. It's MyPillow.com. You click on the new radio listener specials. You can not only get the pillows, but they also have the Giza Dream uh, Dream Bed Sheets, which is Giza cotton, the softest cotton in the world. It's really great. And the prices are amazing. It's uh, promo code BECK at MyPillow.com. You can call them at 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Uh, promo code is BECK at MyPillow.com. 10 seconds station ID. So uh, let me tell you something. We have the Andrew Cuomo theme, please. The Governor Cuomo theme. Uh, just like that. She has it at her fingertips. That's just how. There it is. You almost gave her too much warning, though. I, did. I feel like, you know, right. saying it live right when you wanted it. I know that's the right approach for a broadcaster in the Hall of Fame. But Thank you. I, maybe, Enough said. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Andrew Cuomo, who is uh, the dumbest mobster the world has ever seen. He, uh, he's got a new idea. Uh, yeah, I killed your grandparents. Mm-hmm. But it was my idea to take uh, sick people and put them in the nursing homes. Because what could go wrong? <laughs> now Andrew Cuomo has come out and said, we got to open up the state. Oh. Uh, we got to open up all the businesses as quickly as we can because die, the economy is uh, dying and uh, we can't let the uh, cure be worse uh, than the disease. <laughs> He's basically quoting Donald Trump. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Die. What is up with that? What's bizarre, too, is like 
New York is in the middle of yeah, right, as right. bad a breakout as they've had they've, since the very beginning. Yep. I mean, uh, it's they're the cause of the entire region's numbers being terrible. So I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Uh, I'm going to have you open up your restaurant so uh, everybody can go. Or uh, maybe uh, uh, take you out in the middle of the lake just for a little fishing in the morning with the guy who usually knocks everybody off. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I love really dumb Andrew Cuomo. American Financing NMLS 182334 Wow, you are good. You're going to be the voice of American Financing one of these days, too. You did it. You got it down. I'm, I'm getting there. American financing. 55% of Americans who have credit cards also have credit card debt that they're trying to pay off. The average debt is six grand. Now, how much money are you paying on that six grand for that loan? How much money are you paying in interest? Are you paying four? (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, you could be paying easily double digits, and it could be approaching 20%. That is not the way to pay those things off. You'll never get out of debt that way. I urge you, if you have a house, refinance right now with American Financing. You don't have to reset your mortgage. Roll that debt into the mortgage and get out of debt. Save money and get out of debt. American Financing. It's AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. Now to tell you about how to subscribe to Blaze TV, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, don't, uh, get on the thing and don't forget, dot is a, is a period. This is the Glenn Beck Program. <sighs> All right, it's the, uh, it's the last 30 minutes of a very long week. And so I know you, if, if you were having like surgery, you would say, could you put me with a surgeon who's had a very long week uh, and put me the last, uh, the last surgery of his week? Um, Because I know that surgeon is going to really care about that one. Uh, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that, except the opposite, because I care more about this half hour than any other half hour I have done. Don't tell the other half hours. It's my favorite half hour of the week. Because I'm going to say to Stu, Stu, what we miss this week that we, sh- <laughs> that we should have covered and we should be talking about? Oh, my gosh. So much. <laughs> so much we have missed this week. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked at all about the... Are you interested in the uh, Ben Shapiro thing at all that happened? Uh, very interested in that. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know the story, Ben Shapiro, they, they have this... I can't think of the name of it. Politico. It's like their morning newsletter. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they've they been... They've had a, they had an editor for a very long time who left. And now they're kind of... They've been doing like sort of like uh, guest editors to mm-hmm. come in and, 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 and do mm-hmm. this. So they invited Ben Shapiro on, one of the biggest uh, names on the, on the conservative side. To come in and do a very sensible, well-reasoned breakdown of the day's events. Ben usually shoots from the hip. He doesn't really think things through. (laughs) He's it's not it's not like I think he had his doctorate at what 
17. Right. Uh, yeah. So he's kind of a dummy. But anyway, what did he write? So he wrote uh, basically like we can't be just canceling random people. We need to be able to talk to each other. <laughs> and we, need to, we need to be able to hear other opinions. And um, and and right now what the media seems to be doing is just tossing out every conservative voice, whether they make sense or not. Um, shockingly, the people at Politico were very horrified that, that they would uh, bring but it's, Ben Shapiro over no, to talk about these things. It's not like when they ran the article that they had to get like 200 of the employees on a conference call yeah. right away. Mm-hmm. So they didn't go with pitchforks, torches and try to hang Ben. This is basically what happened. Mm-hmm. 250 people on a Zoom call so they could all whine about basically here not even they didn't form forced to read it but it was a conservative voice being represented fairly and intelligently on their platform Mm -hmm. and that was so horrific they acted as if you know they put the leader of the kkk uh writing an opinion piece for them are you sure ben's not the leader of the clan or the nazi party a hundred percent positive that he is really yes ben shapiro (laughs) he just sounds like a nazi again this is a guy Mm -hmm. who was the number one target of the alt-right the mm-hmm. number one, all of the other journalists, all the left-wing journalists, no one was targeted more than Ben Shapiro. On the entire internet of all uh, media members, Ben Shapiro, number one target, and they act like he's a member of their group. It's freaking insanity. Does the all right know that he hates Jews? <laughs> it, I'm pretty sure Ben Shapiro does not <laughs> hate Jews. I'm, I'm relatively convinced of that. I don't know. I think There's he a does. Lot of evidence. I don't know what he does on Saturday. I call him every Saturday and he never answers his phone. <laughs> You're going to be shocked like to hear I, the answer to this one. I, I like, Ben, why don't you come over Saturday? We'll have, uh, you know, lunch or we'll go do something. Mm. You know, I can't do anything because I go to church on Sunday. But Saturdays, man, that's what they're made for. Mm-hmm. He's never answered his phone. I never see him out. He's in a secret clan meeting. He's not responsive on Saturdays it's at all. A weird what does that thing? tell you? Doesn't like Jews. Just I'm not sure how you're getting there, uh, but well, that's, this is basically the level of analysis of the Politico employees. It is. I mean, it's it's well, just, it is it's the it's the analysis. Do you remember when we first started at CNN? Man, was I popular in the break room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elevators were, ele- were joyous. Every time you get in an elevator with Glenn, what a fun experience that was. Yeah, nobody would ride the elevator with me, and I I would be like, please ride the elevator with me, please, because every time the the elevator doors opened it's like they saw the devil and you could almost hear a gasp everybody would be talking and laughing the and the elevator doors would open up and it would be full of cnn employees and they'd all go and then no one would talk until i got off the elevator remember that Mm -hmm. it was weird i really wanted to dress up in a red leotard and put horns on my head Mm -hmm. and then when the elevators opened up i just go <laughs> and then not and then not get on and let the elevator doors close sorry i'm still processing you in a red leotard <laughs> it's, it's not that's not uh, uh, do i have to tell you too <laughs> eyes up here. my eyes are up here <laughs> my god but anyway when we first started working there uh we did the climate special, the climate change special. Yes. Do you remember that? Uh, exposed climate of fear. Was yeah, climate of fear. Mm-hmm. And it was on it was on CNN, wasn't it? No, it CNN was on headline CNN news. Headline News. Mm-hmm. But we filmed it on CNN's The Big Set. 
Do you remember that? Their big news set. Okay, yeah. And it had gone through all of the hoops, all of everything. I mean, trying to get something on that disagrees with CNN. Not easy. No, not lot, easy. No, there's a lot of a uh, lot of lot of blocks uh, uh-huh. you have to go through, and so you have to have everything vetted. Everything has to have second sources. I mean, it's got to be buttoned up. So we did it, and we weren't denying climate change. We were talking about what do we do about it? Spending trillions of dollars on uh, hey, let's put uh, solar panels. Over a third of the country will have to mow down all of the houses. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The free market is the best is the best way and encourage the free market to do these things. So we never denied that it was happening. You know, that the temperature was I can read a thermometer Mm -hmm. and we never said anything except my usual stance. Uh, We should probably all pay attention to this. And And, yeah, we, we we said look don't this is not a catastrophe an ongoing catastrophe we need to be sensible in how we deal with these issues Correct. if they if they exist Correct. And, and make sure that we don't ruin our country to try to solve something Correct. that may or may not be as it's kind of like ah, hey, you know what we should do eh? uh we should uh, close down every business in the state uh until we get past covid we might have to close it for uh, two years <laughs> Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> okay, Governor Cuomo, thank you. Um, so anyway, when we were there, uh, everything was buttoned up. There was not one word in question. Couldn't have been. It all went through their censors. And um, Christian Anampur got up on a global broadcast, on a global broadcast. About, it was like with... It was a shareholders, Time Warner shareholders and employees global. (laughs) And she before she she introduces the the chairman of the board and she's supposed to moderate it. And she says, before we start, I just have to ask, how can this company hire someone as irresponsible as Glenn Beck? Amen. And I'm sitting there in in the pit of despair with all of these journalists who are drinking heavily because they're like, I can't believe this is my life. And I'm like, did she just did she just ask that globally about me? That's yeah. weird. That's what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. This, this is what happened with Politico. I mean, they just they cannot handle anyone else having another point of view. And if we don't get past that, there's not going to be anything left to save. You know, and it's interesting because over the entire time we've been doing this, this has always been moderately successful for the left. They've been able to take certain voices and minimize them and push them away. Mm -hmm. But there's always been the American people are there and the First Amendment is there. And we've always been able to push back against it with a, 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 a certain level of success when you when things like the capital happen one mistake by a, 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 yep. a crazy group of people yep. not even close to associated yep. with the average trump voter yep. that happens and all of a sudden a lot of success for the left in banning conservative I voices am, these things cannot occur i am hoping and i'm so praying reasons. that more people will join me fasting and praying this weekend next next week in uh, prayer for peace and calm 
and uh, nobody to do anything stupid I, I got a, uh, except for Cuomo. Got a fact check coming in. Glenn Quickly. Beck fasting uh, pants on fire is what it was. Uh, Glenn okay. Beck is fasting pants on fire. I fast for like <laughs> four hours. Okay, here's the I want to play the best segment of the year. Now, forget that we're only two weeks into this year, but this is the best three minutes of the year. You might have missed. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has decided to leave acting. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Uh, don't, I should have broken that a little. You know, yeah. she, Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, she's she's thinking that maybe she's not going to act anymore. I'm sure she's still doing it. She's so talented. She's, not that, she's, she's quitting acting. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. My it's first question <laughs> is. Did she quit acting or did acting quit her? You know what I mean? I think what happened is uh, her selling uh, BS um, medical no, no, cures no, no. is making her no. so much money she no, no longer needs to act. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, uh, she's actually not acting because, quote, I've actually not been that comfortable being a public person or being in front of the camera, even though mm. I've done it for so long. Uh, part of me really feels shy. <laughs> Now, mm -hmm. I don't mean to be <laughs> rude, but Gwyneth, haven't you been selling vagina rocks? Candles. <laughs> Can candles? Yes. candles? No, 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 no. First, it was the rock. First, it was the cold rock that she said, yeah, okay. I just put yeah. that there and it all works out. And then it was the vagina. You're not a shy person. I no. just want you to know you're not a shy person. In fact, the reporting on that on the candle in particular mm -hmm. was that she went around to her entire staff and made them all smell it. Uh, the candle. The or? candle again. Okay. <laughs> that's a great question. Pat. I mean, can I compare? That's, uh, that's my last day I at know? the office. If, uh, yeah, that's the other thing. Um. <laughs> but wouldn't you want to say, "How do I know this is what it smells like"? I mean, I don't want to smell it, but is it? I mean, like a blind. Like a blind how test. do I know yeah. what you're selling is uh, not another piece of crap like that rock that you said you shoved up there? <laughs> that didn't work out. We're just looking for. Accuracy. That's here. all we're looking uh, for. <laughs> it's so a great funny. point. The candle, Pat, the candle. is the answer okay. to your question. Yeah, the, yeah, candle. Yeah, the candle. Yes, yes. Okay. Good. So, <laughs> will you smell this? How she had to have some scientist who is a who is a smellologist that is making those perfumes. I mean, she couldn't describe it. At some point, she had to say, "I want it to smell like this." Mm. yeah right you're right they i mean yes. that had to have happened right right somebody who's i don't remember what they call them but they're oh. smellologists just for this mm -hmm. show yeah it's science man uh somebody had uh Gosh, well i don't know bring it on over here let me just sit up here on my workbench i gotta no not quite right <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm getting, i think i'm getting close <laughs> all right let's oh, switch man. the subject let's <laughs> again in, a, in an era of like me too where like right. sexual harassment right. in the workplace right. is such a big uh -huh. issue right she went around and forced her employees to sniff a, ca a candle that supposedly smelled like her Mm -hmm. And then, not her, a specific part. Yes, of I'm her. trying not yes, to repeat okay. it over and over yes, again, but right. a specific part of her. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, there had to be the conversation. Well, what does it smell like? I mean, they had to go through that process mm -hmm. if it was going to be accurate. But can I bring this full circle? Yes. 
She says she's a shy person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me tell you about Car Shield. Uh, the reason why you don't see a lot of old cars on the road is because you can't fix them. You know, so they become absolutely too expensive to hold on to because a computer chip will go and then another one. I had um, I don't remember what it was, but uh, a computer chip go and I think it was like six grand. And if they would have called me, I would have said the truck's not worth six grand. So I got there and I said, all right, what's the damage? And he said six grand. And I went, well, can you undo the work? You know, no, I uh-uh. and he said, don't worry, uh, it's all covered under your policy. Well, I had car shield. I honestly drove away from that mechanic so fast because I thought I was getting away with something. I thought, like, I got to get out of here before he figures out that, that that's wrong. Uh, I don't know. It, it's amazing. You can keep your car and you can keep it running if you have coverage from CarShield. So when the warranty wears out or uh, uh, lapses out, you need coverage. So call CarShield today. CarShield helped over a million drivers so far. You'll save thousands from CarShield.com. Drive with confidence like I do. Get protected. Get coverage. See why CarShield cars go further. 800-665-2157. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code back or visit CarShield.com. Promo code back. Save 10%. CarShield.com. Promo code back. Deductible may apply. Uh, so, uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi is just giving a uh, press briefing where she said this impeachment happened in a real bipartisan way. And if you look at the numbers, I think it's clear, right? 230, 222 Democrats, yeah. 10 Republicans. Yeah. 10 so right. that's so it's really split right down the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Republicans think they're more important. So when you got 10 of them, it's like half <laughs> of the Congress. You know what I mean? You know, as I'm watching Nancy Pelosi up here, I'm thinking to myself. What a great time to have a Nancy Pelosi sucks mug. Wouldn't this be a great time to be you drinking? You already have an Andrew Cuomo sucks. Andrew Cuomo is awful. Oh, mug. Andrew Cuomo. And then, and then the... the uh, there was a Nancy Pelosi sucks pen that she signed right. the impeachment with. However, right, we've right. used up every single pen in America. Yeah, like China sense. said, we can't make anymore. That's an honest to God <laughs> Literally truth. out of pens. Yeah. Uh, but um, there, that's why we have the Nancy Pelosi sucks mug and the Nancy Pelosi sucks t-shirt. Both available at stewdoesmerch.com. And I will say... If you go there, you the mug in particular is so classy. It, it really looks like it's, it's uniting. Like a, it looks like it's, it's an inspirational <laughs> mug, and then you look closely, it just says Nancy Pelosi sucks in her signature. <laughs> so I think people will enjoy it. Yeah. So give it to a friend. <laughs> uh, all right. We will uh, see you tonight, special uh, at five o'clock with uh, Blaze TV. The Glenn Beck program.